Welcome to the Gatecast and our journey to the Pegasus Galaxy and the City of the Ancients, Atlantis. Hello, good morning, for me anyway, earlier for him, and welcome to Gatecast episode 211, covering Stargate Atlantis. The Lost Boys. I did mention the movie, but apparently it hasn't quite impinged upon Mike's consciousness to the extent that it did upon mine. Mike? Good morning, everybody. Uh, yes, as Alan says, a little bit early, unusual. I had to uh, go to bed a little earlier last night just to make sure I got up this morning. And? First thing Alan does was complain about the fact that he didn't have enough time and he's two hours ahead of me. Well, yeah, but I was chatting about science fiction post Highlander on video cassette. Something which occurred to me watching Highlander yesterday and something I commented on. The 80s, when men without shorts on actually had chest hair. Yeah, you, you really are totally focusing on, on that at the moment. I can't help it. I just don't let it worry me. <laughs> I'm very furry. <laughs> I think it creates unrealistic expectations in people. God, if you wax my basically upper torso, you go through about five packets of the bloody things. <laughs> As I said on IRC and Facebook yesterday, I have to watch Christopher Lambert chop off people's heads to a Rocking Queen soundtrack. Yeah, you can't really go wrong, can you? Yes, but it was on... I was looking at it and thinking, God, that image quality is terrible. I realised it were on video cassette. <laughs> yeah, that'd do it. We used to watch this. Yeah, because I thought... gotten so used to HD, I'm looking at it and thinking, that looks terrible. <laughs> Even basic DVD is better than this. Well, VHS at best was, what, 280 lines. It just looked awful, you know, all the colours washed out. Because initially I thought, this is a terrible transfer to DVD. <laughs> and then he finished and he hit eject and I thought, oh shit, it's actually a videotape. <laughs> Here you go, hang on a minute, where's the 5.1 audio? You have to understand, when I moved to Mayo in 2007, but two weeks before I moved, prophetically enough, my video recorder broke. Yeah. And I haven't used one since. Came as a slight shock to actually watch something on video. The other shock was the fact that the Science Fiction Society doesn't have a Blu-ray player. Okay. Imagine that, folks. Watching video cassettes. Although I dare say there are a lot of people that still do. You know, plenty of classic movies have only appeared on VHS, but uh, you can always transfer to DVD and at least put yourself out of the misery of actually mucking about with magnetic tape. <laughs> Indeed. We can all remember having to muck about with tracking, and then we got one of those video recorders with automatic tracking. Which never bloody worked. <laughs> no. And, and yet, it was the best thing since sliced bread for a time. I remember one of our early VCRs had a remote control of sorts. It would pause, but the pause button was basically a button on the end of a long cable. And how far we've come, now you can watch TV and you can hit a pause button. Thanks to the joys of DVR. Yep. I remember top loaders as well. <laughs> yeah. In fact, I remember when we got our first front-loading video cassette recorder... This was in the days when service counted for something. When you bought it, a technician came along to install it for you. At the time, it totally new, wasn't it? It was like nothing you'd ever seen before. Well, I'd seen it before. My friends had them. You know what I meant. Yes. My mother said, well, where do you press eject? And he presses eject and the tape pops out. She goes, no, where do you press eject to put it in? And I just thought I was a teenager at the time. And I, and I, oh, mother. And I, and I gave her a typical sort of long-suffering, oh, dear. <laughs> Yes, it's when I first encountered Macrovision when I... Because we had two VCRs then for a while. 
And the first movie we duplicated was, was Arnold Schwarzenegger, Commando. Yeah. Uh, back in the day when copying tape to tape, it was sort of, if you recall the days of 8-bit with audio cassettes for games. Yeah. And the profiliation of what was known as a double deck. <laughs> and trying desperately to get the thing to load by twiddling with the play button and fiddling with uh, the audio equivalent of tracking. And yet, despite all the registrations of the music industry and gaming industry, still quite healthy. Yep. I discovered a shop called Little Britannia, run by a guy from Donegal. Okay. Which is patently not Britain. No. And indeed, it's quite firmly not Britain being so close to the border. And I, he has iron brew. Well, somebody must have. Yeah, but here. And twining and Barry's tea. Mind you, it's not cheap. Ten cans of iron brew, or seven cans of iron brew, cost me ten euro. Well, that's just the way it is, isn't it? You know, they, A, it is going to cost more because they're importing it, but also uh, they've got a specific captive audience that are daft enough to actually want it. Well, no, I get the impression he's not actually ripping people off because I was asking him for certain other things, like Poynings lemon and ginger tea. But I got Jamaican ginger cake, which was an indulgence because it were tagged at 5.50, although he let me have it for a fiver. No, he basically put an event up on Facebook called Tea and Crumpet. I don't think I've ever actually had a crumpet. I have no idea what it was. It's sort of a tea cake. Uh, well, not really, no. Seeing things that looked a lot like crumpets marketed as tea cakes. Not quite sweet, more bready. Yeah, it's more along the line of, uh, well, I won't even say a pancake, but it's similar ingredients. Hmm. Whereas a tea cake is actually fruit and well, you should have some fruit. Some of the tea cakes you do buy, you're looking for the currants and you think, where the hell is it? Oh, there's one. <laughs> you think, is that a currant or is it a rat dropping? Yeah. <laughs> Put it in the toaster and all of a sudden you see little whiffs of smoke and you realise that the one current is actually burning. Of course, because the one current happens to be beside the element. Yeah. <laughs> and he heated it up in microwave for me and I slathered it in fake butter. Unfortunately, you get finished versions of Earl Grey and English breakfast tea, and they taste awful. Because I ended up adding sugar to it, which some English people would probably have me take it out chopped for. Oh, God, that is bad. Right. I have sweetie did it. Vampires played by the Wraith, no brothers, though. You know the movie. Oh, Lost Boy. Yeah. I watched it once, never really watched it again. <laughs> A vague recollection. of your everyday commute wish you knew what movies to watch we offer you Flash Pulp 3 to 10 minutes of fiction brought to you Monday, Wednesday and Friday evenings with goodies every Sunday with 3 Day Fish who is always listening anyway are we good to go? Yeah, my video's all lined up. I mean, it's a black screen. <laughs> <laughs> the dreaded black screen. They really should have something at the start of an episode. Indeed. All right. I'm going with English today because I'm not awake enough to bother with anything else. Okay, then. Be plain and boring. Yes. Three, two, one. Clicky. Previously on Stargate Atlantis. Ah, Rachel. Yep. Lieutenant! What do you think you're doing here? Just give me something to do. I don't think so. Don't push me around! He really should do something about that eye. It doesn't look good. Yeah. Oh. Don't you dare hurt Carson, fiend. You can hurt Coldwell, we don't mind. You guys all think I'm crazy or something. No, no one thinks that. <laughs> yeah, nobody thinks you're crazy. 
But this drug is messing with your head. He's super forward. I'm better than fine. You know, for some reason I must have missed recording these episodes. What? You can't remember watching it? No, not with you. I'm pretty sure we did. I ain't done many without you. Hmm. A nice bubbling brook. Yeah, babbling. Well, yeah, that's true, but it looked bubbling to me, so I'll stick bubbling. On a tropical beach planet populated by tall blonde women. <laughs> Whoever wants to speak with us obviously values their privacy. Yes, well, I value my time, and this is a waste of it. What's well, a waste of time is listening to you, Rodney. This is the mission. Yeah, well, it strikes me that this is a mission better suited to one of the uh, lower echelon teams. Lower echelon. He means to say less important. <laughs> he, he, he does have a point, you know, the... SG-1 and, and this lot do rather go on a lot of missions and we don't see much of the other groups. They originally toyed with the idea of having them discuss the A-team mm -hmm. and which member of the team they were. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's something you're going to regret. Difficult to write something just for 30 seconds of the teaser. We have to get them to the gate before the people realise they're missing. Taking Roland's gun off them. I kept expecting them to spring up there. Ha! I was only pretending. <laughs> Where did they get these little black bags? Oh, there's a whole galaxy to pilfer from. Hmm. You've been cordially invited to dinner. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh. That's it. Like, nice and cool. You guys okay? Oh, yeah. Fine. Seems like a whole lot of trouble to go through just to get us to dinner. Well, some people just play hard to get. Out of talking a bunch, are you? We release you from your bindings. You promise not to attack us? Roland won't? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, we promise. Uh, hello. <laughs> Steady boy. Down, boy. Before we untie them, they have to know that they're among friends. Yeah. Well, John didn't expect to see him yeah. again. Thought I was dead, didn't you, Shepard? Not many people <laughs> get zipped up by the wraith and reappear. Mm-hmm. He's got the old staring eye. I mean, yeah, he does that quite well, doesn't he? Okay then, The Lost Boys, Season 2, Episode 10 of Stargate Atlantis. Gatecast, Episode 211. The episode was directed by Brad Turner, and it was written by Martin Garrow, with excerpts written by Rob C. Cooper. Had its US premiere September the 23rd, 2005. We got it in the UK December the 21st. French got it March the 13th, 2006, the Swedish June the 8th, 2007, and the Japanese October the 3rd, 2007. I don't have any dates for Canada and Australia. Hmm. There were a few series with episodes of the same name. Head First, The Hunted, Casualty, Frankenstein's Cat. I'm pretty sure I'd love to watch that series. Public Eye, and there were various movie and miniseries. Michael and Sam have just moved to Santa Carla, California. They're about to discover its secret. That's enough of that. And we're back with our Lost Boys. Mm. Come on, Ford, you're allowed to gloat a little. Well, man, mm. This used to be my team. Well, not this one. But I think he's okay, too. What is all this? Some local vegetables. Sort of alligator thing. It tastes like salt to me. It's good. Try. <laughs> yeah. See, this food is perfectly okay. Who are these men? And why bring us here like well, this? It's a lot of questions. Pick one. <laughs> <laughs> On the commentary, which was Martin Garrow, Joe Flanagan and David Hewlett, mm. made a lot of comment about the chains that Ford was wearing. <laughs> Basically planked a lot. Had to do a lot of ADR for the episode. 
And of course, <laughs> Rodney eats. Rodney always gets hungry. <laughs> when I breathe in, I get hungry. There we go. We get the flashback from Runner. Yeah, I didn't cover Runner with you. <clears throat> sure, that's where a person of interest got the idea of shooting everybody in the leg. You're not getting off this planet. Oh, yes, he is, John. And that's a nice transition. Looks like the graphics department have got some more plugins. Next thing I knew, I was on a cruiser. And I was awake. See, Enzyme. Makes you almost immune to the race stunner, so when you're dematerialized from the race start, you're awake as opposed to. Uh... As opposed to dead. You know, if, if it wasn't addictive, it would be an excellent combat drug. Yeah. You know, have a dose before you go on a mission. Cut open his enzyme pouch. Ooh, <laughs> squish. Took my fill, made my way off the ship. Of course, it does kind of make these people exactly like the rain. Yeah. Not used to people making it aboard, so it's next to no security. Those hive in name, hive in nature. Mm. Wouldn't you pass the guards at the entrance? I walked off with enough enzyme to last me a little while. Tracked down the Stargate, dialed the first friendly address I can remember. Yes, there's always a tavern. Yep. That's human beings for you. And a good time girl, obviously. Good place to stay, hot meal. Uh, what do you get to trade? Let me whip this out. Hmm. Don't look at me. No weapons. <laughs> so, what do look at me? Okay. I'll <laughs> be a pause for breath. Yeah, that's almost rolling, like. Still don't really understand. Look at me, I got shot, I healed. I could see farther, clearer than I ever saw before. I told them about the enzyme. Right, his two compatriots. Caneo is played by Aaron Abrams, Canadian actor. He's been in Hannibal, the LA Complex, and Rookie Blue. Any relation? No. He's a friend of Martin Garrow, the writer. They uh, had a bit of fun saying he got him the job. But they actually only got in the audition. Hmm. And believe it or not, they rang him up during the commentary. It works. I want to try it. Yes. I'm not ranting at all. Yeah, because there's always one. Yeah. All your people here, all your men, they're on the enzyme? Of course. Yes. Super strong, so you're really not going anywhere. Yes. I can chop down a tree with a hatter. Quite impressive, actually. There's <laughs> other companion there. Unfortunately, he only has the name Bouncer. <laughs> boinky, boinky, boinky. Is Woody Jeffries. He was in Blood Ties, Flash Gordon, True Justice, and Smallville. He deserved a proper name because he, he features a lot in the episode. Hmm. You don't do it like that anymore. Let's get him back home. As our numbers kept growing, we needed more and more of the enzyme. <gasps> hmm. yeah, not just a, a Jaffa analogy, is it? No. Keeping them alive so they can actually bleed them. Mm. Seriously, you're kind of going off. <laughs> Mission? You've gone beyond fighting them now, just as bad as the Wraith ever were. Yeah. yeah. You're so far off the reservation, you're in Canada. You should give us a steady stream of the end time. Time to focus on some bigger issues. Aiden, do you mean to tell us that there are live Wraith here in this cave? That's right. The Wraith can communicate with each other over a distance. But not between stars. They'd have to be in this solar system. 
How do they keep them alive, though? Or do they just starve to death and get fresh ones? Hmm. Doesn't matter, they can't communicate if they're unconscious. Why'd you jump us? <laughs> Not so much jump, perfectly ambushed, which is a bit worrying if I was a commander of the main unit. When they jumped out of the bushes, they were feet away from them. That's because you are crazy. I brought you all here to show you that you're wrong. I mean, do I look crazy? Yes. Do I seem uh, out of control? We're speaking in relative terms, or um, look. That's <laughs> really not a question you want to ask. Uh, somewhere's wrong. It's actually more subtle than Rodney. We've gotten so good we can even lace food with it. Aye. Excuse me. Congratulations. You just had your first dose. What? <laughs> Too late now, Rodney. I thought long and hard about how to show you that the enzyme was safe. And then what? She convinced you that it was the first step to defeating the Wraith. So you convince Weir. Convince the military. Are you out of your mind? Hey, settle down, No, okay? I will not settle down! I've been drugged against my will, you little punk! You should not have done this, Aiden. Oh, dear. <laughs> we have a couple of hundred super soldiers after the war. What do they do? I'm itchy. I'm itchy all over. This is exactly what happened when I towed pot once in college. Do you really need the weapon? I wouldn't have thought so. Yeah. Roman certainly doesn't need the weapon. As we saw, he's uh, doesn't have an overall advantage over a dosed up human. Mm -hmm. And there's half a dozen of them, so he ain't going anywhere. We isn't going to listen to us if we're all hopped up on the enzyme. Your food was clean. Hmm. Ah, the control. Yes. Why? Why me? You're going to be the witness. Mm -hmm. You're going to be the one to tell Weir that our most trusted team has taken the enzyme and is better because of it. <sighs> Look, buddy. Why don't you come back with us? Have Beckett look you over, huh? That's the best proof. No. No, I've thought this through. This is the plan. Look, I don't know what you're thinking. You're free to roam around as much as you want. Yeah. You go back to Atlanta's first thing Carlson's going to do is uh, jump you in. Yeah. One of us. <laughs> now watch the DHD here. It's rocking. You, you thought there'd be a little bit more weight to it. Lennon is right. They went to great trouble to get us here. Why would they allow us to leave? Just waiting for the other shoe to drop. Oh, that little bastard. There it goes. Now, this is what I was afraid of. What'd he do? He's taking all the necessary control crystals. Something I showed him how to do on a mission, I might add. Oh, well, that's not good. That is the understatement of the year. They had a bit of trouble with it because it was uneven ground, so they couldn't seat it properly. And they obviously used the CGI Stargate for this scene. given, will disappear. You want to make them trust us? We play it cool, we let them get comfortable, they're bound to make a mistake. And in the meantime? We play along. Yeah. We keep taking the drug. Well, you do. How are you guys feeling? I need that much, I feel fine. Perhaps if we were able to fast, they would be unable to administer the enzyme. I doubt that. I don't think they'd have a problem forcing us. <laughs> forcing you? It is with Rodney. Feeling right now might be psychosomatic. Is that right, Professor Science? Is that your expert opinion? Yes, it is. Well, I can tell you, when they up the dosage, the side effects will be very real and very unpredictable. Ah, stock footage. You're back early. Ah, Geneva's kind of a closed society. Very polite, very courteous, but completely uninterested in having anything to do with us. Well, better that than hostile, I suppose. Major Lorne, Caven Smith, of course. Three hours overdue. Wouldn't be the first time. Any radio contact? None since they left. Uh -huh. Well, relatively. Yeah. Not too worried, is he? Oh, oh God. That, oh, it's always them. In, you got the impression that Lorne is by the book. He 
contacts them exactly when he's supposed to. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh. Is she mom? Yeah, She's mom. Talking to her like. Yeah, you're mom. Yeah, I do. Okay, guys, looks like we're heading back out. Thank you, Major. You're welcome. <laughs> Brownie points for me. Seriously, I'm getting, uh, I'm getting uh, chills and hot flashes, chills and hot flashes again and again. None of you are feeling that? He's working himself up into it. As it is. I know, just be patient. Historically, that hasn't been a strength for me. I know. <laughs> he acknowledges that at least. Yeah. Canale's running a mission off-world. I want you to go with him. Why? We're running an op. Thought you might want to see the men in action. The men. Sure, wherever you need us. Just give us some weapons. Let's try. Yeah, don't lean over the table like that when you're trying to buy those ones. Just saying. It's a load off my mind. Good. What about us? Oh. Chase will give you the grand tour, show you what we've done with the place. Yeah, he's the bitch of the group by the times of it. <laughs> then if Shepard tries anything off-world, it'll be nice and close for me to kill you both. Can't think of a better way of spending the afternoon. Move! Perhaps Taylor's got nothing to worry about. Yeah, itching in the enzyme, what a shock. <laughs> like it. Err. Little rivalry between the two of them and. Rival? Come on, uh, <laughs> at this point, Roland's the Wookiee. Well, there's also the point that he replaced Rainbow on the Shepherd. Okay, not exactly a stealth approach. Those guards, Jedi? Yes. What exactly are we doing here? The Janai have spies all over the galaxy. For whatever reason, one of them can't make it back to the Janai homeworld. Their leaders have established safe houses. You would have thought any world who were aware of the Wraith threat and the fact that there are bad guys out there would always be watching the gate. Hmm. I was a Janai spy. <laughs> of course. They're everywhere. They're like Walmart. If you're one of them, why don't you just walk in there? Well, I used to, but eventually they realized I betrayed them. <laughs> After the seventh time I walked yeah. in and shot him, you know, they caught on. What more do you guys want? We don't have all the pieces we need for the lieutenant's plan. Right. And uh, which plan would that be again? Well, it will be revealed when the time is right. Oh, good. Hate for things to be revealed too early. <laughs> yes, we're going to be obtuse. Yeah, a lot more subtle plan than what these guys are going to... Ooh, funky. They're a pain to keep service, but they do the job. Actually, we just got our hands on some palatian solar cells, but I haven't been able to figure out how to interface them yet. And this is Jace, played by Paul Anthony, another Canadian actor. Hmm. He's been in Sight, Fairly Legal, The Collector, and Blade Trinity. Like what? Well, for one, they seem to be territorial. Very much so, it turns out. They're not a united foe like we once believed. Hmm, really? Yes, in fact, I believe they're fracturing even further. Which will prove very useful in the seasons ahead. Fairly limited, but they seem to be trying to establish a system that would restrict intership communications. What? Why would they stop sharing information with each other? Ford thinks it might have to do with your friend's ability to read their minds. If she taps into them... Only you can almost see McKay thinking, hang on a minute, he's not supposed to be that clever. Taylor? Mm. Well, for once, you may not be the only one that possesses that ability. I should be more important. They should be fearing me. Uh-huh. I think that the lack of food in the galaxy has created some deep divisions within the Wraith cells. Yes, not good. Huh. And you got all that from, uh, this? Yes. To be honest, I could use some help. How's your Wraith, Doctor? Huh. It's okay. That's what you got. They should recruit this guy. He'd be pretty useful on, on Atlantis. Yes, if he was off the drugs. 
Yeah, well, yeah, that goes without saying. Okay, once again, good old Bam Bam's doing all the stunt coordinating for the show. Mm -hmm. As we've seen in Arrow, he does know how to stage a fight. Yes. Stronger as a team. You want to spar a little? <laughs> He's put his back on. As various Facebook memes have said, badass wears a long coat. <laughs> <laughs> That's his version of a smile. I remember. I can carry off a coat like that. You know, it's funny. You ask a dozen people who they thought would win in a fight between you and me, people would choose you hands down. Huh? I'd choose you. He does have a good stare. But we went toe to toe. Yeah, and <laughs> he hasn't forgotten. Until Shepard showed up. <laughs> so I guess it's still undecided. Uncle, all I'm saying is, why do you think I was able to fight you like that? It's the enzyme. <laughs> Rematch. You should be sold tickets. Just say no to drugs, kids. I'm not the bad guy here, Ronan. I'm just trying to help. Yes. <laughs> Little side effect. <laughs> yes, proven policy. Uh, I thought we were going to get some fun there. He said little. We just finished our scans, ma'am. They're not here. Do you think they've headed to another planet? It's possible, but as you know, it's standard procedure to check in and tell us first. They didn't do that, so... They might have been taken off-world against their will. Yes, how dare they breach standard procedure. All right, can you give me the last few addresses dialed from that DHD? Uh, yes, we haven't got a scientist on our team. A little out of my skill set. I'll send Zelenka. Good call. Lauren out. Yay, Zelenka! Yes, I'll wake him up. So, uh, what's the plan? We take them by force. That's some groundbreaking strategy there. I think the Colonel is interested in the type of attack. We plan to overpower them. I think it's best if we just watch. You get the feeling that the Janai don't take their job seriously anymore. Well, you know, without Kalamini directing them. <laughs> now. They've been on this planet a year and they've seen nothing boring. So even I could think up a better strategy for uh, taking these guys on than what we see. Basically, charge. Like five-year-olds, aren't they? Mm. Playing war in the back garden. Yeah. yeah, I'm back here. We'll be all right. Well, life is cheap, isn't it? This guy's dead. So you see you are not invincible. We're close enough. There are skills to the art of war, Canale. Don't you tell me how to run my missions. You're just here to watch. <laughs> You'd expect better of him if he was a Jinai operative. Yeah. Look familiar? Yeah. It's our C4. We're stealing it back. And why would they have the Atlanta C4? As an hive ship? Yeah, that's the lieutenant's plan. You're going to help us destroy a wraith hive ship. Why wouldn't it be on the homeworld? Mm. Yeah, we've got the deadness for that. He probably shouldn't have told him that. You refused to tell him it five minutes ago. Every now and again, you get your hands on a couple of these. Some sort of wraith sex aid or a funky USB stick. We've been able to figure out the exact flight path of one of their hive ships. It's decimating all inhabited worlds in its path. It has to be stopped. I've been able to calculate that in the next several days, it'll be forced to make a hyperspace pause very near an uninhabited planet. That happens to have a Stargate. We gate to that planet, get on the Hive ship, like the C4 in the Dark Bay, and get out. We could save thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of lives. Yes, and think how much enzyme we could get out of it. <laughs> I would have thought that wasn't the only Hive ship decimating wow. human worlds. Yeah, but it's handy. Wow. 
Huh? Yeah, it's someone close it to us. You heard me. Let me see if I can couch what Colonel Shepard means by wow. Louis hat. Um, nom, 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 nom. That is a terrible plan. Rodney. <laughs> Made all the more frightening by the fact that you think it's a good plan. What's wrong with it? What's right with it? Look, let's go for it, Rodney. Give in to reckless abandon and assume that it would be possible to plant a single charge large enough to destroy an entire hive ship. We're planning on secondary explosions in the Dart Bay. <laughs> Regardless, oh, okay. But it will not enter the planet's atmosphere, nor will it take up any sort of stable orbit. It will be flying through space, which means that unless your enzyme allows you to jump a lot higher than you've let on, we have a spaceship. Ah, piqued his interest. Really? What's it made out of, huh? Bark? No, it's real, McKay. In fact, it's the only ship I'd feel comfortable using on a mission like this. It wouldn't surprise anybody to know they haven't got a full dart. Mm. It is actually the, the same ship they used for Duet. Mm. So they had to be a little careful yep. how they filmed it. Some angles kind of revealed the fact that it little more than a cockpit. Mm. Banged up pretty bad the last couple landings. It needed some repairs. And a real pilot. This is why you brought us here. The reason I waited till now, yes. Assuming this guy can get it working again. He can. These people are the best at what they do. Look, you fly it, you scoop us up, you take us to the hive, you drop us off. All we need is time to lay the charge. Yeah, yeah what possibly could go wrong? It's perfect. Hmm. It is far from perfect, but it is possible. I know. Wait, are you honestly considering this? It's on its way to a calling, Rodney. Yeah, and I am sorry about that, but this is insane. Maybe not. Yeah, <laughs> spaceship. Yeah. Wink, wink, wink. He's yes, who is? Can you fix it? Yeah, well, probably not. That usually means yes. Aren't you the one not taking the enzyme? You're supposed to be the clear voice of reason here. Look, can you fix it? Even if I could, I wouldn't. I'm sorry, drug me all you want. I'm not doing this. That's all you're going to do with Rodney. Just butter him up a bit. <laughs> I'm going home. Yes. Okay. There's a bit of a isn't he? Yes. Rodney. Look, maybe you are on the inside. Maybe Ford lied because no rational person would think that was a good plan. Look, a million things can go wrong. I know that. But just, look, stop. Shut up and listen. Gasp. <laughs> you fix that dart, we all get out of here. I know it's risky, but Ford's not thinking straight, so... What are you talking about? I'll insist you're on the away team. I'll scoop you up, and instead of flying out of the hive ship, we fly out to Atlantis. How? That dart's got to have its own DHD, right? Of course. It does make you wonder, but of course, I mean, we know what Rodney's like. If he's not exactly thinking straight, he's just thinking of the immediate yeah. concerns. And if that's a fact of the drug or not. Mm -hmm. Let's see. I can go home. I'm coming back. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's been, what, two, three days at most? Well, some people are like that. I have high Toledo. That good, huh? These things are not designed to store gate addresses. What can you give us? Well, every time the gate is dialed, a slight residual imprint is left on the control crystals. Which means? Well, I've managed to mine about uh, 50 addresses, but... Always a delight to see yeah. like, uh, the great David Nichol. And for this scene, they actually said, please, let's not use a forest again. <laughs> They're using a bit of the village set, the main staircase, threw in some trees, lit it, and it does look pretty good for a small 30-second scene. Yep. Okay, pack it up. Let's take what you got. We'll go over it on Atlantis. We're not going to be happy about this. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Mum's upset. Yes, going to be grounded. Well, he'll do it, but... We have some conditions. He's in charge. He's got a desk. Dial back McKay's enzyme doses. No. Look, we're under some time constraints here. I'm not saying the enzyme wouldn't help. I'm just saying we need him standing still and thinking, not running laps because it feels good. Yeah, do, does McKay really <laughs> need to be uber strong? Yeah. 
It's not really going to help his mental ability. Okay, strong like bear. <laughs> Fine, what else? I'll fly it, that's obvious, but I want McKay, Taylor, and Ronan on the strike team. Yeah, McKay, smash. Could get rough in there. Fuck. If suddenly we need a door open or a computer hack, McKay should be there to do it. That's why he's on my team in the first place. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. not the first time we've needed to open the door. And a... Oh, right, oh, Ronan could just rip the door off the hinges. Yeah, exactly how strong are they? I mean, Ronan, um, yeah, imagine Ronan on inside. Rawr. Yeah, as you can see, the chains, they are rather loud. Why is he wearing chains? I have no idea why he's wearing chains. Probably to symbolise his, you know, his captivity, his feeling of oppression. Who knows? I don't mind admitting I, I could watch Rachel fight the whole day. <laughs> Rona's not quite there yet. And who doesn't love a montage? It's a very 80s thing. It works though. Strangely enough, they don't like filming them because it takes them longer to film a montage. But it does fast forward the stories. So it's worth it. I have to say, um, I saw in that 80s movie the purpose of women in 80s movies was to scream or have sex with the main protagonist. That seems to have been it. It's nice to see we've come a long way. <laughs> Not too far. There's been a lot of complaints recently about the level of female participation in the Oscar nominations. I do like that double blow. Mm. He's frighteningly flexible for such a big guy, ain't he? Mm-hmm. That's my tablet. Keep your sticky fingers off it. I'm standing there bit so you can't see the large hole in the fuselage. <laughs> we're close. Right, we're back to, back to normal. Mm. Normal. It's a good plan. Couldn't have done it without you, sir. Well, glad you trusted me enough to bring me here. You shouldn't have, but I'm glad you did. <laughs> What's wrong? I want to go home. Yeah, like that's going to happen. Yes, I met you. It was his cousin, wasn't it, that he, uh, Let's go. when he actually went to tell her of his death or his missing in action. Like I said, I didn't do a runner with you. No, that won't run her. No. No, oh. yeah. We have to do this first. I have to prove to them that we can do this. You don't have to prove anything to anyone, Lieutenant. Come on, John. Twist the knife a bit. Yep. This is your only chance to talk Eden out of this course of action. I saw your cousin and your grandparents when I was back there. Sound like bear. <laughs> I miss you. A lot. Come on, Ford. Family is important. This whole MIA thing is killing them. They're strong. I'll give you some enzyme for them. They'll be stronger. Yeah, now I'll kick ass up holes. If anyone's ever going to take me seriously ever again, we have to do this. Listen, Aiden. No. I'm sorry. I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> rattle, 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 rattle. Yeah, no, you can't help to hear it now, can you? Yeah. Part of me thinks you brought us here because you knew we'd bring them back. Their appetite seemed to be a little high. Mm -hmm. Across the board. Interesting that you've said the word hi. <laughs> <laughs> Give it back. Oh. Or what? Hey. Oh, nice. 
and she actually did hit him. Yeah. Way. Whoa! I'm assuming that wasn't her. You get the impression that left to their own devices, something would happen here. Mm-hmm. Oh, ouch! Even norm normal Ronan uh, elbow in the face, which would shatter his jaw. What the hell's going into you two? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's gone down a bit though. Never mind. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> what are we gonna talk about this? About what? The enzyme works. No one's saying it, but we're all thinking it. It works. I must admit, I have noticed an increased amount of strength. Maybe Ford is right. Maybe it's worth looking into and see what this stuff can do. They were an hour late delivering our doses yesterday, and I felt awful. It frightens me how reliant my body has become on the enzyme always being in my system. Yeah, unfortunately, the benefits are kind of outweighed by the limitations of the drug. Yeah. You could have a fighting force that within a matter of hours, if they got a, the dose late, would be out of commission. The fact that I'm even considering it makes me feel... Hey! So? It's ready. Really? I didn't see the cockpit sealed. You're going to hold your breath for a really long time? Yeah, you gotta wait for it. They do something clever. Okay, now, look, can you move? Look, this is probably gonna make you a little uneasy, but uh, when the canopy forms, it's perfectly opaque. <laughs> How am I gonna fly this thing? The whole thing is one giant heads-up display. It'll show you all the pertinent information that you need. Yeah, you mean in Wraith? Yep, which is why I've installed an interface to translate a lot of the uh, readouts. <laughs> by a lot, you mean all, because my Wraith's not all that good. Enough to get you by. I know you could do it. When they built this dart, they were told to make it fit Shepard because they yeah. knew they were going to use it again for another story. Yeah. You know, the Wraith, since they do have a limited kind of a telepathic ability, yeah. they'd have... Uh-oh. You know how to dial the DHD on this thing? The address is memorized. Good. Good. <laughs> Wait for it. Listen, I should probably tell you, uh, it's been a slight change of plans. Oh, yeah? Kaleo! Don't even think about it! Yes. Once again, <laughs> outmaneuvered. Yes, he's a little bit clever than John was giving him credit for. What the hell are you doing? McKay's gonna stay here while we do the op. Take it! What? No! No, 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 no! It's no, no, part no. of the plan. No, 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 the plan is Neither is you heading back to Atlantis. No, you don't understand. I, you didn't I really buy the whole, I want to go home speech, did you? Huh? You know, if Ford was written this well yeah. in the first season, he'd probably be still around, full time. Well, maybe he wanted to pursue other projects. Currently filming The Listener again. I mean, that's, I think that's coming up to uh, the end of its fourth season, so... It's a bad plan! You said it was a great plan. You didn't buy the whole, it's a great plan speech, did you? <laughs> yeah, I told about it was fair play. Scoop us up like ice cream. Nom nom nom. And the dark DHD only dials to the planet we're going to and back here. Just in case McKay's life isn't enough to get you to do the right thing. Aiden, what are you doing? Just making sure you guys hold up your end of the bar. It's okay, give them back their weapons. Are you sure? Yeah. We're gonna do this, we all gotta work together. <laughs> or else. Yeah, because I've gone to crazy town. <laughs> Uh, I still think there should be a slurp noise when people get beamed up. He's giving you a gun. Good. Bang, 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 bang. Good luck to us all. Look, heal a shot to the head, Pally. 
nearby for pickup. Yeah. Okay, I'm just gonna fly suborbital and then drop most of you. Let's see if you can fly. I wish I could fly way up to the sky, but I can't. You can't. I can't. There we go. Yep. And we can go full CG. We don't need to see a little uh, shepherd in there waving. I'm rather impressed he can actually fly a dart. He's a pilot. He can fly pretty much anything. Who is cleared for off-world activity to help with the search? The Daedalus is on its way from Earth, and they'll be able to help. But until they get here, it's up to us. And I know that, but I need you to understand that it is going to take a very long time to search all the planets on our list. It, it could take months. We can't afford months, Major. And I know that too. Oh, he's getting a telling off. <laughs> <laughs> and they made the joke that Tori actually decided to stop playing solitaire for the little discussion. <laughs> It's an impossible task to find that group. They don't know what planet they went to. Well, they know one of 50. As you can see, uh, clearly in this universe, a planet is roughly a five kilometer radius of the Stargate. <laughs> We're getting along so well. The big puppet that is really dead. Yeah. Well, you gotta, you gotta wonder how much does this owe to uh, Battlestar Galactica? R2, I need you to turn the autopilot off. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. They should have guessed this, though, you know. Worth a try. It's a big ship. Yeah. A little bit of reused CGI. They just replaced the puddle jumper with a dart. Mm. Taken from Siege 3. And that is quite impressive. That looks expensive. Yep. Huge amount of green screen work and CGI is going into this episode. <laughs> Hang on a minute. Good. Whee! Jace! <laughs> oh, not Jace. He was such a nice boy. We have to go after them. No one would have survived that fall. No, no CGI characters were harmed in the making of this episode. Yeah. You guys okay? No, we are not okay. You beamed half of us off the edge of the platform. Wasn't half. <laughs> Taylor and Ronan, is that all you care about? You murdered my men. I've lost all control of the dart. I had to release you blind. Maintain radio silence until we lay the charge. Negative. We need to stay in contact. There's seven. You should leave that radio on, Aiden. Don't tell me what to do. No, you're not my mom. And yes, they are the only people he cares about. Instead like of deaths and into darkness, it was just. Oh dear. Ford. Ford. Ford! Yes. I'm irrational. Yes, of course. None of them have actually seen Independence Day, so the thought <laughs> that a big carrier like that would use automatic docking for safety. You can't have ships flying around willy-nilly. <laughs> Awkward. Yeah, you've got to have a, you know, a little quip like that. Wouldn't be Stargate. Yeah, unless that's completely recorded, there's no way you'd be able to fire that from that angle. What is that? It's an alarm, obviously. It shouldn't happen. No, it shouldn't. Shepard, you there? Shepard, you there? I think I might have set the alarm off. You guys be careful because there's probably some guards on the way. A little busy at the moment. Too late. <laughs> you want to live, stay behind me. Oh. Ooh. 
like I said, he deserved a name rather than bouncer. Is that not his function? Well, he, he was the bouncer in the bar, wasn't he? Who got bounced off the bar. Oh, he was acting as a bouncer. Oh, yeah, yeah. A minute from uh, here to the gate, uh, 10 tops from their gate to the hive ship, um, uh, 20 to get in, only a charge, and, 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 and what, like, like, like 10 more to get, get get back out and home, right? So Boring really isn't going to do anything. Yeah, well, I subscribe to a different school of thought. They're fine. You can't possibly know that. Calm down, Rodney, please. You do your heart no good. I got a gut feeling. Yeah, well, I have a different gut. <laughs> yes. You're the science nerd. We're the jocks. Hmm. Feeling. Position. Somewhere in the Wraith ship. Kind of busy. <laughs> yes, Ronan, go for it. Ooh, love it. Maybe he was throwing me corner around there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I need to practice with swords. <clears throat> Damn it. Yep, grenade always comes in handy. <laughs> Didn't exactly. Me eyes, me eyes. Oh, it's gone back. Finally. There are too many of them, I'm afraid. Oh. There's an IO and there's a Taylor's down. I thought they'd take more than one hit. That was the idea, wasn't it? Yeah. Obviously, they recover faster. I think that was the idea. <laughs> like it, dragging the bodies away. <laughs> back to back. A little ridiculous, but... Obviously, <laughs> yeah, borrowed it from, you know, Hercules. And thanks to several modifications, the specifics of which are encrypted in this data burst, we believe we can streamline our power consumption a further 30%. Yeah. Someone going to tight that up? I guess so. She must have a... PA? Personal assistant of some sort. Yeah. Colonel Shepard's team is still missing and is... is presumed... Colonel Shepard's team is still missing. End transmission. We're food. Like you said, the barrier doesn't look that strong. Yeah. You alright? We're in a holding cell? Yes. On a hive ship. Well, then no, I'm not doing so good. (laughs) I can't believe you screwed up. Yes, this is the boss that has decided that none of this is my fault. The second I got close to the hive. You're lucky I was able to get you out. Well, why would it do that? Why would it go on autopilot? That's what jumpers do when they gate to Atlantis. Well, why didn't you say something? Why didn't I say something? You want me to fail. You want me to look bad. That's right, you snot-nosed brat. I put my team's life on the line just to prove you wrong. We got company. Ah, properly. And no surprise, James Lafazano as the Wraith. Green. In one of his many appearances under the makeup. Move away. What do you want? The one who flew the ship. I want to grin. Why don't you start with me? Wait. You want me? Even Joe says when when he went to a premiere party for one of the seasons, uh, he asked, "Who was that?" Didn't realise it was James. He'd acted with him a dozen times. Mm. And he says nobody never knows what he looks like because he's in first thing in the morning and his makeup done. Now why didn't enzyme heads just rush them? There's only two of them. It's all right. There's always a way out. 
he dies, you die. It's more than a fair fight. Yeah. Yes, for Ford, he always gets out, and most of his compatriots don't. Yeah, well, they're disposable. Yeah, they made very good use of a very limited hive wraith set. Oh, they've obviously moved on to the Septron. <laughs> it does look a bit, doesn't it? We're into crystals, LED lighting. Behind you. Okay, stop rotating the camera. We know it's for effect. And the return of... I've got a giant gum shield. <laughs> Andy Frizzle as a Wraith Queen. Andy with an I. Double E. Andy. Yeah, she plays the Wraith Queen in about eight episodes. Oh. I was expecting that. Yes, this was the mid-season finale. And did rather abruptly. They did, yeah. I mean, that final scene with uh, Elizabeth, that was added as an afterthought. It's running short, for once. Huh. Most of the time it runs long and they have to chop things out, but I actually found they were running short. I think this is one of the uh, times when the second episode is better than the first. I mean, it's all set up for actual confrontation with the Wraith Queen. You know, we get some really good times with her. The next phase was 17 minutes in, I thought, this seems to be running a bit slow. It's often the case, isn't it? You know, a lot of people do say the second part of a two-part is always better because they have to spend so much time building story elements up in the first part. Yeah, not like a proper arc-based show where they could build up story elements over the first 15 episodes. A little tidbit, the director, Brad Turner. This was his uh, final episode of Stargate. After this, he went on to do a few episodes of Prison Break and then went, well, returned to his kind of regular gig doing episodes of 24 still see his name pop up on screen for shows right now. Then again, you look closer, you, you see Stargate writers, producers and directors on most genre television these days. They're everywhere. Jack? Daniel? Are you you? Yeah, you. What? I like the yellow ones. Never mind. The latest news from the Fan Run Shoreleaf 36 Sci-Fi Convention, which takes place August the 1st through the 3rd at the Hunt Valley Inn in Maryland, includes the headline guest stars Richard Dean Anderson and Robert Picardo with major authors from the sci-fi and fantasy genres, including Dave Mack, Dayton Ward, Greg Cox and Keith Hardy Candido. Red Road, the new drama from the Sundance Channel, which stars Jason Momoa, premieres on the 27th of February at 9pm. And Motive, starring Louis Ferreira, returns for a second season on March the 6th. This upcoming week's Stargate birthday bonanza includes Gary Chalk, Lou Diamond Phillips and Sasha Petries on the 17th of February. Gary plays Colonel Chekhov in 10 episodes of Stargate SG-1. He also had recurring roles on The Killing, Blackstone and Cedar Cove. Lou made his mark in the movie world playing Richie Valens in La Bamba and went on to Young Guns and then started to appear more on television in 24, Wolf Lake, The Triangle, Numbers and then in Stargate Universe playing Colonel David Telford. He's currently starring in Longmire. A very young Sasha played Grace in the SD-1 episode of the same name, and she also made appearances on House, Family Affair, CSI Miami, and Heroes. Her lead role was in Pretty Little Liars, playing Alison De Laurentiis, and is now having success with her music career. The 20th of February also brings a bunch of birthdays, with Willie Garson, French Stewart, and Louis Ferreira all celebrating. Willie played the wonderful Martin Lloyd in three episodes of SG-1, and is currently starring in White Collar, and made his directorial debut on that show. 
French starred on Third Rock from the Sun in 139 episodes, and appeared as Ferretti in Stargate the Movie, and then as Dr. Andrew Cavell in the Stargate Universe episode Alliances. Louis was Colonel Everett Young on Stargate Universe, and went on to star in the excellent Canadian crime drama Motive, as well as having good recurring roles on The LA Complex, Rookie Blue and Breaking Bad. Thanks to Brad and Mac for the comments on last week's episode, The Fourth Horseman Part 1, and thanks to everyone who retweeted or mentioned that episode on Twitter. We had some minor website issues during the week, but I think it's all been sorted out, and for the first time the feed was pretty much intact. Tradition normally decrees our RSS dies when we have to mess with the website or server. If you want to get in touch, and we hope you do, you can visit us at the main website, gatecast.co.uk, or email us at gatecastpodcast at gmail.com. We are also on Facebook and Google+, look for Gatecast, and on Twitter we are at the Gatecast, which is one word. We are listed and carried on iTunes and Stitcher Internet Radio, and reviews and ratings are most welcome on those two platforms. Right, back to the show. Okay then folks, next week we return to SG-1 for the second part of the fourth horseman. Called the fifth horse? Yes, that was a running joke within the episode. (laughs) (laughs) And now, part two of two. We hope you can join us for that. But until then, I've been Mike. I've been Alan. Take care, everybody, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You've been listening to The Gatecast, hosted by Alan and Mike. Join us at gatecast.co.uk. Stargate forever. Stargate forever.